three, two, one. Is that it? Okay, there we go. That's it. You thought I was going to say something? No, that's the air horn. I just wanted to... We're live. Yeah. Looking right at the camera. Um, so actually, Terrence went ahead and did a lot of work for this next thing. But, uh, you know, he got us on all platforms. Yeah. So we're on YouTube, obviously, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, you know, you name it. iTunes. It's out there. iTunes, that's a big one. SoundCloud, we're not. Because that oh, one's you not have to um, pay and shit. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, some issues yeah. with SoundCloud. There's a couple podcasts. Don't subscribe still. to SoundCloud. Yeah. But guys, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Yes. And uh, yeah, you can listen on most platforms now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And check out the Twitter, too. Yeah, 100%. So, um,. Yeah, so let's get on to our very special guest. Yes, indeed. John, last name's omitted. <laughs> Thank you guys so, for having me. Been looking yeah. forward to it. Cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, man. John, so, the real fan. John, the real I'm fan. I'm going to call him the first real fan. <laughs> first <laughs> yeah, real yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah. So, John, you had, you had some comments about uh, <laughs> about who you... So, I, I, want, I want the audience to know like a little bit about um, yeah. like how you... So you were you were thinking, okay, maybe I, I align with Terrence a little bit. I like his thinking, but then you're like, I kind of see the co- I kind of, of see course. like <laughs> the books on my shelf, and you're like, I would be inclined to agree with with. Uh, uh, I was just surprised. I thought I thought very clearly. Um, I felt more in common with Terrence, or more yeah, yeah. related relatable okay, to Terrence. Okay, okay. And then I walk in here and I, I look like at him. your I look at your shelf, and yeah. I'm like, what the heck? That's my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Um, yeah. It's weird, actually. I, yeah, I don't know why that is. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, it's weird that I, I, it does, I don't have an explanation for why your books are so similar. Yeah. But I, yeah. Well, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm a fan of the show. I've seen several episodes, cool. and that's how I drew that opinion from watching three, cool. three or four. I saw mm-hmm. both the Joes, uh, one Juan. Yep. Oh, yeah, two Joes. And... Ah, I could have sworn I saw a fourth one. Uh, Those were the guests I saw. I could have sworn I listened to a fourth one with no guest. But uh, it's a blur. It's a blur. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was during the semester. Even for me, it's a blur. Yeah. Um, We've got like 16 episodes, I think, um, now. And then we got one on the back burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad to have you on because, you know, we have nine total subscribers as of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 2019 so okay not too shabby yeah, yeah not too shabby yeah. uh you know 2016 um, is that what you said no 2019 okay yeah, 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no we started this i know right just time, like, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah yeah no 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 yeah um yeah i mean yeah i like this kind of started as like i mean i, I guess this maybe i should tell the audience sure. how this all started We're candid because, as fuck around here yeah so this kind of started as an idea of I like the conversations between Terrence and I. Mm-hmm. Third, the third person, natural person to this podcast. It was, it was. I mean, if if the guy were still around, he would be the third seat for sure. Who? Javon. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Javon would have been. Oh, shout out to Javon. He would have been our third seat, but uh, alas, he has he has flown the nest. So he's spread his wings and flown his wings away. Flown. <laughs> <laughs> so he went back home and. Um, graduated and all that so mm. now it's just me and terrence so i was just like yeah let's uh let's catalog our conversations man i like i like yeah. the kind of conversations we have 
Uh, they're interesting enough to where, and like varied enough to where it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, at least my girlfriend was like, yeah, hey, uh, you guys should do a podcast or something. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you know. What, was it really around. her idea? Yeah. Oh, She okay. was like, because I mean, we yeah. went to, We went on a trip to New Orleans yeah. to evade the hurricane. And uh, of course, me and Juan were just talking shit the whole car ride. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah Juan's was girl like was like, you guys... We could, I could listen to you guys on a podcast. We're like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like maybe, maybe more people would like listening to us. I don't know. But to me, it's more about like, for Probably me, not. cataloging. I don't right. For me, it's just cataloging, um, like art, my thought process and seeing like maybe a year, a couple years down the line, like where I was in my thinking. And that's, that's always interesting. But uh, John, you had talked about maybe you were wanted to start a podcast, yeah? Uh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I did. I, yeah. I, I oh, didn't okay. know if I had mentioned that. Yeah. Okay, I like uh, that. Um, one of the reasons also I wanted to get you on here just so you can get a feel as well. You know, get yeah. maybe get your feet wet, and then mm-hmm. maybe you want to get yeah. the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We had our first episode on the eleventh. Oh, oh, you already um, did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Congrats, yeah, so, man. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. You. Uh, by the way, I got to remember to keep this thing yeah, oh yeah um, and try to like not move it too much because then you just hear oh, okay. the whole oh yeah time. well brushing it on your like, um, yeah. but you're good you're good yeah but we're gonna we're gonna record several before we start putting them up and also we're going to um we're gonna edit them before we put them up mm-hmm. um you're saying so like clip out like uh like producer style you're gonna produce the episodes well the thing is um we liked how your guys uh, your guys's podcast is more like fun and light and whatnot mm-hmm. um but we are trying to make a more serious one and so since uh well long story short uh we're recording for two hours a time but for the sake of the listener uh we're cutting mm. that down to one hour Ah, okay. That's and we'll good. see how it goes. Uh, yeah, I mean, good. we'll see what it sounds like listening to the one hour version. Mm-hmm. I'm happy listening to the two hour one because we're talking about stuff that we are interested in. Cool. Right. But um, yeah, I think it's it would be smart to edit those down to, to one hour. Nice. Yeah. Sweet, man. So, What's the podcast called? Uh, so we don't have a name yet. Okay. I mean... Uh, very fresh. We, yeah. You heard it here, folks, first. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have a name yet. Okay. Uh, cool. Sweet, man. Yeah. I just, yeah, just it, keep doing uh, originally it, Originally, it was going to be Keensman. Kingsman. Keensman. 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 Yeah. Oh, All right. Okay. Well, we don't want, I don't know if we should explain that yeah, because that's going to that. put uh, a location on us. They have a little doxus. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. They, they'd have a hard time finding it, but I mean, you you get it. Yeah, like, I get it. We but, get it. Uh, but, uh, words, yeah. uh, we, well. couldn't, we couldn't use that anymore because uh, I uh, one, of, one of the three people who um, put this together, um, he was only a visitor. And he's one of the favorite, my favorite people who I've met in Florida. Um, but he was only visiting because his girlfriend um, is in my cohort. Okay, is that okay to say? Yeah, I know you guys yeah, have yeah. this like anonymity thing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah his girlfriend, fun. his girlfriend's in my cohort. Yeah. And he came to visit a whole three months, and wow. uh, we had a lot of fun just doing random projects. Uh, m- one of my hopes for coming to grad school was to find people I had more in common with. Okay. And, um, I don't know to what extent I really did, but, mm-hmm. uh, this guy came to visit his girlfriend and I was like, that's who He's I was cool. hoping to meet. Yeah. <laughs> like, people who like, I could do fun projects with yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, we just, we made a mini keen, uh, 
a mini 3D print of the Keen building. Really? That was one of our <laughs> wow. first projects. That's great. Um, yeah. Several others. And then um, I had been thinking about this sort of thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had met you uh, mm-hmm. a long time ago. And then I heard about your podcast and I saw the first episode. And I think to some extent your guys' podcast inspired it. Um, mm. because, Excellent. uh, first we watched, <laughs> I watched the podcast, I sent it for, to him to yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. um, and it was cool and we enjoyed it. And, um, it was nice to see something that was very different from what we had in mind. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, had you guys somehow been doing exactly what we had in mind, we would have said, well, they're already doing it. Oh we yeah. Don't yeah, need yeah to have that a happens podcast. a lot, huh? So seeing, when you're looking at stuff, you're like, oh, they already have it. I don't yeah, want to do it. Yeah. yeah. So seeing how it was different, um, it was great. It was perfect. I was like, see this, this yeah. is nice. Um, this is another idea. We could call it Kinsman. So it's more of a motivation than a yeah. dissuader. Yeah. Beautiful. Good. Yeah. Beautiful. Good. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. I like yeah. for people. Cause, uh, honestly, I, I, and hearing about this, I was like, wow, I can't believe people were actually going to, I mean, but I guess like what we actually went through with it. So I, I don't yeah. know why I'm so surprised, but, but yeah, I'm super glad because I would like people to, to have different kind of reaches. And then if, Hey, if one of them gets Sky going, rockets. then like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm already happy that people are like <laughs> recording stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. It's like, uh, so, so would you give us any tips so far? Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know what tips I could say. The thing is you guys are, oh, oh yeah. I had a comment <laughs> about that. Um, but the thing is your guys' style and your sort of objectives seem quite different. So it seems like you are serving what you're trying to do. Um, so I, I, I'm, I don't know what would be the point of saying, oh, don't do that. Cause it would be, yeah, we're not going to do it. We're, yeah. we have our reasons for yeah, not doing yeah. it. This you is lowest common denominator the- kind of shit, man. <laughs> yeah. And he's, uh, and he's, uh, and he's, uh, and he's, uh <laughs> John is, John is pointing out the soundboard. Yeah. So yeah. earlier before, uh, the camera was on, we were talking about how, uh, the soundboard can get annoying, yeah, yeah. but, um, fuck you guys. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. just thinking, Hey, lowest common denominator. That's my thing. Okay. Yeah. Like. I'm I'm quantity over quality. That's that's my. That's my <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. But uh, but yeah. Um, no, yeah. Like I know we we just spoke with Joe, and he kind of or we went on Joe's thing, and he kind of told us about like what his format was going to be. His is definitely more NPR kind of style, you know. Here it's like uh, just kind of off the cuff, um, kind of thing. We just kind of go with the flow a little bit, mm-hmm. but um. But we've we've kind of messed around with formats a little bit, right? We kind of tried. Yeah, I we think tried it's, to it's also it hard too. in the beginning, right? Yeah. Because um, I'm yeah. not sure. You sound like you have a more of a plan, John. Yeah. Uh, we're we're trying to be organized. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Juan, we were kind of just loose cannons, and that's I think it's how we kind of operate a well, lot yeah, of times. Yeah, because we kind of wanted to keep it conversational. Yeah. So that's kind and, of. Uh, uh, and usually, I'm always one thing. I'm always afraid with art in particular, I guess, or any kind of like creating of anything is becoming contrived or becoming forced. Mm -hmm. And for me, a way to stay away from that is typically by having as little plan as possible and just kind of giving a general outline, a very scribbled outline, and then just kind of going into it. Yeah, like that, like that picture of, uh, you know, when you saw step one, you draw a sphere and then step exactly. two is the owl. Right. <laughs> I like that. I like that because that's like, to me, it's like you can kind of birth the creation without 
any kind of pressure to force yourself into some kind of box before you've even begun. Right. You know, and the thing with like starting businesses or starting kind of projects or something is I think people get too caught up in thinking about what everybody else thinks or, you know, should I, how can I do this perfectly the first time around? Mm-hmm. I just say, let's just do some shit, get it out there and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. You know, see what sticks. But of course, everybody's got their own styles and yeah. whatnot. And, you know, of course, I, it, you've got your kind of vision going on. I guess we still kind of had a vision in some sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's very loose. <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody has different takes, which is beautiful, actually, because yeah. then you have more... You have more of a um, variety, I guess, yeah. too. Yeah. So can we give good. like uh, so people that want might want to check this out, like well, check out your show, like posted. what kind of? No, I'm saying, but like, what can they look forward to? What can? What oh can yeah. Um, you know, I think yeah. it's actually too early for that. I think oh, we're okay. going to work really hard on um, making good podcasts mm-hmm. that we'll both enjoy doing, and sort of will uh, take some of the most well. Some of the stuff we value the most about what we've learned and experienced okay. yeah, yeah, and try to make it accessible to people who've never had that opportunity, you know, okay. to be grad students in physics I and see. whatnot. Okay. And so we're going to try to 90% focus on just the content for now. And then afterwards, we'll start editing and start thinking about how to get it out there and stuff. Okay. If mm-hmm. it's valuable, if it's garbage, then, uh, you know, we won't, I don't know. Sure. Uh, yeah. Right. But yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to make something that uh, I mean we, we've got sort of like some objectives, um, some motivation okay. behind the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Okay. Cool, I mean, man. we'll go in the show notes, edit it, and then like uh, like when the name comes about, we'll like post it on there so they. Oh, can, thank you. Can That's awesome. Yeah, 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 I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, sure. But um, yeah, we're gonna go through the whole summer and then cool. start thinking about yeah editing them and whatnot. It's a good idea. I'd never considered about stockpiling episodes yeah but it's like <laughs> it's hard man because the thing <laughs> like, is john we'll tell you when we did this we didn't really even have uh that much idea. of a idea or thought as you can tell but um <laughs> we really use this as a way to kind of relax from grad school a little bit mm-hmm. so the thing is i've noticed in grad school this is one of the reasons why i'm done with it also is I know you're saying you you wanted to meet people who are more interested in doing projects and things and kind of things like that. I've noticed in grad school, it's become so much harder for me to do that Um, just because the time commitment that I have to dedicate to just school seems to be overwhelmingly all of my time almost. Mm -hmm. So the little bit of free time that you do get, for me, I found I just wanted to just relax, (laughs) you know, or just do nothing or something. And... That was really a big factor for me for why I became disillusioned with grad school. It just becomes became so heavy, I couldn't really do anything else. And I talked about this with Juan on another podcast, and I call it, you know, an undergraduate, I call it hacking school. You know, when you can hack school by still learning the information, right? You can still learn about physics concepts, whatever the hell you want to learn, but then on the side, you could still do research and you can do things like uh, SPS, which is Society of Physics Students, um, and other things like other projects that I was interested in. And with grad school, I felt like I could do almost none of that. I could only do school classes because it was so heavily um, dependent on grades. I had to make sure my grades were enough to stay in. So 
that could be a reason why I think maybe why people don't do anything else but physics as well, because Mm -hmm. you just can't. (laughs) It's almost or at least I don't know how to. For me, I feel like I need to spend almost all of my energy just to pass. Studying something. I know some people have more of an easy time and they can just <clears throat> pass their classes with, you know, yeah. relative ease. But for me, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, that that was my perception, too, was that everyone was buried under homework. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I assumed that if if somehow we didn't have classes, somehow mm-hmm. this was like read college, no grades. Right. right. We'd be doing a lot more cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Read college. What's this? Uh, I think that's the right name. Read college, I believe, is where David. Um, what's his name? Uh, Griffiths. Um, oh. The author. Oh, are you the famous serious? author, I believe, went to read Steve Jobs. I might have it wrong. Um, but okay. there is a, the there's a, a famous university where they don't have grades, if I recall correctly. Um, and some famous wow, people went great. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds, <laughs> sounds pretty awesome. That's right? awesome. So what um, do they, what do they, how do you, off the top of your head, do you know like what their structure is like? Do they, how do they uh, assess you as a student? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure they do something. Um, I believe the thing is they simply don't have, uh, this, they just simply don't have, a GPA or letter grade system. Mm-hmm. Somehow, maybe they write up an evaluation evaluation yeah. of what mm. you've been doing, what you submit for your projects. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd have to Google it to be honest. Since okay. sounds hippie as fuck. Um, that sounds cool as shit. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think it's cool just because. Uh, uh, I mean, just because just this phenomena alone of seeing all these people show up passionate about physics but then end up buried 60 hours a week under just homework. Yeah. Um, 60? Damn, I wish. Uh, (laughs) 72 hours. You know, plus minus. Right. I mean, mileage varies, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's brutal. So what, what, what's your experience been like for your, like, how would you say, cause you're just finishing your first First year, year, right? Yeah. So how, how would you say your experience has been like? Um, so the first semester was overly brutal. Um, yeah, always is always is typical. the first yeah. one is like crazy uh, the second semester was a lot better um, I only took two classes yeah and got to start um, basically start on my research project not cool. quite actually start doing yeah. the analysis and, yeah. and whatnot, um, but like start learning the background theory yeah. reading papers and so that was cool and then now summer summer is just awesome <laughs> um, no classes uh, I yeah. got to learn Linux. I already knew C++, which I like, is one of my favorite languages. Yeah. And now I'm learning this computational package that's built on top of C++. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, nice. I love it now. Cool. Um, awesome, man. But, that's, yeah. that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, summer's good. Summers are fun. But it uh, won't last. Yeah, yeah. I mean, up until you get to your... Well, it depends. It depends on what yeah. you're doing and whatnot. But, yeah, I, I mean, if you're a senior member... Then yeah, I mean yeah, it gets a little through, bit worse. They're gonna put you I through think. the ringer, but yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's cool. Like I had such a romantic experience my first summer. I was like, wow, I survived. <laughs> I was so elated, you know, <laughs> just thinking, wow, I, the the the, be- the beautiful world of physics is before me, and right. I can study anything <laughs> I want. Uh, but that's always nice, you know. That's always nice to fall into that and and then just kind of get in the rhythm of you know finding your feet with research and everything it's all it's it's cool yeah I liked it too. yeah so john i know you have a background in engineering yes yeah electrical engineer okay yeah oh shit dude yeah. i didn't know that 
Oh, that was my bachelor's, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I thought that was a really interesting thing about Man. John because I was I was I was a little bit jealous, not gonna I, lie. I, was I like, am jealous. He, he kind of like, gets. He kind of got the 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 best way to do it, right? Because you yeah, get the yeah, engineering yeah. skills, yeah. But then you also get the full fundamental knowledge yeah, by yeah, being yeah. in you know grad school level physics. Yeah. I was like, damn, I wish I would have done that. <laughs> what, what, so what, what do you? What is your take on that? Do you think that's a good path? How, and how did you even uh, how did you even manage to get down that route? Um, so it, it was just a really tough choice between math, physics, and computer science. And if you wanted the best superposition of the three, electrical engineering was just the logical choice. Um, but it was extremely difficult. Uh, and in addition to the courses being pro- probably the toughest for a, bas- a typical bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. you also, for some reason, have. Uh, a much higher unit requirement for the bachelors, mm. um, and so it's just it was brutal. Um, really, but, but surviving it, uh, you feel you want to go to work and stop studying forever. <laughs> but as soon as you've survived it and started working, you start missing it. You yeah. start, uh, yeah. and, and you start. Uh, I didn't agree at all with this cliche that we learned so much stuff and never used it. Um, I used a lot of what For I electrical learned. Electrical engineering, I'd imagine yeah. it is. Yeah. And Did you actually work when you came out? Yeah, I have about five years of work experience. It's oh, just, right. just in electrical yeah. engineering. And I forget, um, yeah, he's an old bastard like me. Yeah. Oh, I can't tell, dude. So. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah, I, I, uh, and and so, but the thing is, um, coming to uh, grad school in physics now, mm-hmm. um, I actually think it's a huge advantage. Um, obviously I had to, to qualify for a PhD in physics. I had to go back first for my master's. Um, otherwise oh, so no, master's already. In, yeah. Okay. In, in physics. Okay. Uh, otherwise you'd never qualify for a PhD. Uh-huh. Um, so but, you had to pay out of pocket. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Um, He's like, but I saved enough. I worked. Right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but I, I feel it's a huge advantage because in engineering, yeah. um, you get more intuition, uh, right. you get more hands-on experience and, um, there might be some other thing, but even just those two, mm-hmm. um, now you approach really tough problems in physics, having a better feel for the numbers, having uh, refusing to accept, oh, that's just counterintuitive and it's a black box, uh, making your own picture even if it's wrong, but just to help you understand and solve problems, uh, I think it's a huge advantage um, for, at least for research. Right. I don't know if it always pans out in classes, because mm-hmm. sometimes I get in trouble for writing <laughs> like overly informal solutions, yeah. but um, I think that my research experience, I, it's, I've I've found that the background pays off, just the intuition and yeah, interesting, and, I can and the experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can yeah. only imagine because uh, really that at this level, the research the, it makes or breaks a lot of people because you right. need to be good at the hands-on. You need to know how equipment makes sense. That kind I feel of stuff. like people kind of get just thrown into research like no, experimentals especially do. in physics just seem like it's like they have absolutely no concept of how to do experimental physics mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah it kind of makes sense because they've never done it <laughs> you know yeah. i feel like it's like you get woefully unprepared for when you're doing yeah. experimental stuff yeah. because you know the things that you're learning in class are just theory yeah. you know you're not actually really getting that hands-on you might get a few things with like electronics or um you know, s- some circuits and things like that and just labs, but yeah. And that's very rudimentary. Yeah. Right? It seems like people are not really that well prepared to do actual physics stuff. 
at least experimental. I guess you you're a little bit better off with theoretical, although you're gonna have to still be kind of heavily conception or heavily um uh computational or have to learn programming skills a lot of times with theoretical stuff. But um I think people just don't get prepared well for uh, experimental stuff. You have any take on that, John? What do you think? Uh, my my take on it is that uh, I think the most universal thing I experienced in my projects, which tended to be different and unrelated each summer, and watching other people, is that almost by definition, you're being uh, you're coming onto a project that you don't know anything about really, and you don't you absolutely don't know how to do it, and uh, to me the it's like it's either or you either are really motivated and you'll do what it takes to get through the learning the learning curve um or you find that boring and you're not going to want to to go mm. through the the extreme challenge that research poses mm-hmm. yeah. so to me uh that's the main thing is motivation i see so you're not uh, really you, you need a good i was gonna say so you so you think it's just you know you're gonna have to find your own motivation or Oh, I don't mean it like as in, oh, someone has or has motivation or doesn't. I just mean um, you, uh, I think it's really important to pick research that you're motivated about. Um, If you were to throw me on a different project than the one I'm on now, uh, I might literally not want to do it. I might say, (laughs) you know what, I'm just going to go look for a job. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think right. that's how it is. You gotta enjoy the work you're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, I don't, true. I don't understand what would be worth it if not. Because it's so many years. It's such a challenging pr- uh, program to get through a PhD in physics. What could possibly make you want to put yourself through that? <laughs> so true. Unless you're passionate about what you're gonna learn and contribute. Right. To, Very true. To your yeah. subject. Yeah. Absolutely, so. I agree. Um. Honestly, I wished I would have been able to do research more, but I felt like I was too busy having to worry about grades. So it's almost like one of the one of the intentions I had for coming into grad school was to be able to hone my research skills. Mm-hmm. Although I am not really so mad about it because I still got a lot of good things from theory that I probably wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. But I really would. My main goal was to be able to learn more about actually like doing more um more things that will help me in my uh pursuit for a technological field and industry and let's say in like fabrication or semiconducting industry and i was in the perfect group for that but i really didn't get to utilize um i didn't really get to utilize the facilities at that level because it was just too too many too many uh, homework assignments, mm-hmm. so it was a little bit disappointing in that front. But you win some and you lose some, right? So I did get <laughs> yeah, some. Yeah. I did uh, get some nice theory knowledge. So I'm yeah. happy with that. I think they need to do something um, to make it possible for us to focus more on research mm-hmm. than we currently do as a mm-hmm. fraction of our time the first year. Yeah, um, that would be I nice. think that it, it was weird when I showed up. And they were like, "We sh- you should uh, enroll in three classes." And I was like, yeah. "What? What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm here to do research." Right. It's like it felt like undergraduate uh, even, over again. Even I'm like, two oh, classes okay, here we go. Is, uh, <laughs> sounds excessive. Um, yeah, two, right? Two, so, yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think it was a big mistake um, there. Um, and I think we are right now as a side project compiling constructive feedback for the mm-hmm. department. Yeah, I think so. And the main thing is 
uh, one of the main things is going to center around that. Uh, that, hey, in our interviews, we were told we could show up and get started on research right away. And then we show up to these um, academic advisement meetings and uh, we're told to enroll in three classes right. and uh, wait for summer <laughs> to come around, Yeah, which I think for some people is fine. They're younger, they're 22, whatever, right. they can power through another year. That's true. But um, for me, there's no way I would want to take three classes yeah. ever again. Yeah. Even two seems excessive. It's just yeah. not what I'm interested in. That's so in, true, yeah. man. I think age definitely has a factor. Yeah. Because for I'm, me, it was just like, I was really like, oh, God, really? I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't have the energy I, for this. Uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't fight it more uh, in some way, in some Dude, capacity. Dude, I wound up taking only one class after that every semester. Okay. I, so had, to, I had to do it the first year. Yeah. Yeah. Basically because they kind of offered me a deal. Uh-huh. It was you get to prolong your qual exams if you just listen to your mentor. Uh-huh. Yeah. I knew my mentor was going to not give me any useful advice, really. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew he was going to put me down a path where I was going to be basically. Basically, I knew I probably wasn't going to make it through this program that year uh-huh. because I was yeah. like, I know he's already messing up my plan. And the thing is, I'm too old to want to stay into this. Mm-hmm. I know we're about the same age, but for me, I felt in the position where I just didn't want to go through that whole thing. And I knew that this initial setup was going to prolong my stay so much longer than I wanted to have. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of ruined my plan straight from the gate. But I was like, whatever. I mean, I don't really have any cards here. You know, I see. He was my mentor and he said this. So I was like, well, basically said he couldn't help me as much unless I did this. I see. This particular path, which I knew was going to be a a destructive path. There's a lot of carrot holding. Uh, like, you know, yeah, but it's then, it's it's unfortunately something I didn't really need. I don't think, yeah. and it was kind of it put me down a path that was deviating from my own yeah. plan. No, I, yeah, and I was like, well, yeah. and of course, I mean, I get it. They're used to dealing with younger kids too, who you know may not know exactly what they want to do. Um, but yeah, I still got a lot of out of this. I think, and I'm very happy with it. At the end of the day. Um, but yeah, of course, oh, you always want more, right? I have something to say about that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you're leaving and you've got interesting things you'll be doing. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pure torture, at least the first semester. Um, I thought it was one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, I... I just wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. <laughs> and uh, But as soon as it was done, as soon as May 5th came along and I had just this semester. Your like, first year. The f- I, I, as soon as it was done, um, and I, I don't know if you guys can relate to this. As soon as it was done, I looked back on it and I thought... <laughs> this is one of the greatest experiences in my life. <laughs> I'm serious because I was. Uh, I, I think when you survive something that was Traumatic. previously torture, yeah. and you survive it, right. I mean, uh, to me that is extremely valuable. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't have a lot to add to that or explain, but um, that's personally how I it, feel. If you survive something hard, it's like yeah, going through that's war. Great. Yeah, and yeah, you finally yeah. won, and yeah, you get and that, you look you know, your, yeah, you that look at the people pride. who made it out, and yeah. you're just like these, these are these are my brothers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, these, so we made it through this together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I 100 percent understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and I yeah, agree. It is. I agree, but I try to not give myself those rose-colored glasses because 
the the sacrifices that you make for that are things like health, yeah, which I don't fuck with anymore. I'm just too old for that. Yeah, you know, I'm still young, but like I cannot fuck with that. It's a risk. Yeah. It's, it's too, a greater that's risk too heavy to you, me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I appreciate that and I love doing things that matter and it makes you feel like you've Growth. done something, accomplished yeah. something. Yeah. But to me, that's like, I would rather use the energy on something that actually matters. You know what I mean? Like, like creating, yeah, like if I'm creating an invention or something, if I'm creating a product, if I'm in a company that's about to build something great, I want to use the energy for that. And the thing is, the older you get, the less energy you can, you have to do that. Yeah. And I'm and I'm at the age where I'm, you know, 31 years old. I'm always ready to do it. I'm like, when am I going to get to do this? You know, so it just feels like it's being drawn out, yeah. drawn out further uh, and further, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, I'm going to ask you in a couple of years, though, um, you know, uh, uh, when you've gone, uh, when you focused on one of these ventures uh-huh. or w- whatever, and you've been uh, I, successful is what I would bet. I hope. Um, I'm we'll going to ask you, um, <laughs> is that torture you went through uh, how useful was it? And I, in grad school? I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if you say it was more useful than I thought. I, I would I agree. How to I'd be inclined to agree. With stuff that I didn't think I would have to go through, and that helped me do uh, XYZ that I think previous Terrence who hadn't been through that yeah. wouldn't have been ready for. Oh, I think you're absolutely so, right. That would be cool if that in a couple of years, if I check with you. Oh, yeah. I'm already agreeing with you. I think okay. it's going to be true. <laughs> I think it's going right. to be true because I've learned so much from this whole thing anyway. Yeah. I know that it's going to be useful. Like, I feel so much more solid with my ability to simplify physics even better than I had when I was coming in. Like, I felt like I was pretty decent with simplifying concepts and things when I came in, but now I just feel like... I mean, an American Bachelor's, I've hit though, a great stride with American that American Bachelor's, now. though, it's kind of uh, an amateur... To me, it's amateurish kind of level. But it gives knowledge. you all the tools, I think, to build your own things. Well, I'm, I'm he, sorry, what what are you guys disagreeing about? About bachelors versus masters? No, no, no. I'm saying like he like cause he, he was saying well, that's not you what know, we're saying. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> well, Maybe he said that he, I thought you said a, ba- a bachelor's was like a yeah, yeah. Just to kind of give you perspective, a bachelor's is kind of like an amateurish level of understanding. I think with anything. Yeah, I don't agree. I mean, I agree, but I don't. I think the thing, the beauty of physics, Draw especially the line here somewhere. I think the beauty <laughs> with physics, especially, is is it gives you that it gives you that framework that's just so powerful that even at that base bachelor level is still so much more powerful than anything you get from pretty much any other system. It seems okay. It's just like you get the. You get the understanding of how to actually solve problems. But you and even if it's amateur, yeah. you can still carry I that see. out to fruition to whatever level you want to take it. Okay. If let's say you're an entrepreneur and you want to start yeah. your own business, that physics literacy, that scientific literacy allows you to go places that you probably wouldn't have been able to go okay. that's, without that. That's fair. Yeah. So I think you really could do a lot with that. Elon Musk, bachelor's in physics. Oh, sure. is it bachelor's in mechanical engineering or physics? Oh, maybe you're right. One I thought it was physics for some reason. Yeah, I think it's ME. He applied to grad school for physics. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he dropped out or something? Yeah, then he dropped okay. out. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so, sorry, my bad. So. But Well, as usual, I, I generally agree with 90% of what Terrence says. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I have to say I agree with something important here that Juan was pointing out, which is that um, there is an amateur levelness to a yeah. bachelor's. And I, it wasn't until I started doing grad classes in my master's that I actually appreciated how much I was already capable of 
just with the basics. Right. Uh, how much I could do, literally just dimensional analysis, F equals MA. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't appreciate how powerful it was till I got both work experience and graduate level. Right, right. So I, I, I agree with what you're yeah. saying about um, if you had just stopped at bachelor's, um, even though you have these incredible skills, um, I think on average we don't realize it. We don't realize what we're already ready to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Somehow. That's yeah. what, that was my experience. I mean, that... I never I've, went I've to read industry. so much less yeah. in grad school than I did in undergraduate. I probably looked at a book three times in graduate school. <laughs> that's because but that's, that's, that's not enough times. To be right. But that's, but I that's, don't know. I made it. I'm, well, I didn't make it through, but, <laughs> but I made it too to, high than I would have thought. But that's more to the level of like the lecture quality of some, like you didn't have to reach I out to really external that. materials. I, I don't even remember lectures, bro. <laughs> You know, I was falling asleep in lectures all every day. <laughs> I this thought guy. I didn't think lectures were useful. Really, how not to how not to do graduate school, <laughs> yeah. or how to do it. <laughs> See, I didn't I didn't really um get much from lectures, honestly. Yeah, to me, I mean, I'm like physics is like something I got to teach anyway, and everybody's somebody else's yeah, thoughts are completely it. not the way I'm well, going to do are it. There so for I don't get it for them for uh, professors to show you how to do things. It doesn't stick with me. Because okay. the thing is, I'm. This is what this is my problem with lectures. When I'm looking at a lecture, the guy writes some equation on the board. I'm looking at that equation. I'm like, how the fuck did he come up with that equation? And then I'm like, uh, what how do you derive this today? thing? I don't believe this equation really. And he's just continuing on writing more. And while he's continuing on writing more, that equation was supposed to be accepted <laughs> from the beginning. And I just am stuck on that one equation because I'm like, how the fuck did this even come about? And that's pretty much seems my experience every time with lectures. I get stuck on one thing and then they're already moving past it so far. I'm lost by the end. Hmm. So to yeah. me, it's almost like it's just. It's uh, just uh, nap time. <laughs> um, What's your take, John? What I have to say, like a lot of things, I think that's on both of us, um, both us as students and them as professors. Mm -hmm. um, you really should speak up uh, because it's not just you. There's no way it's only you staring at that equation right. stuck and you'd be doing everyone a favor if you just raised your hand. Um, but then, then again, also the professor should be actively engaging the class. Right. There shouldn't be... Uh, so it goes both ways, yeah, especially at the graduate level, right, the responsibilities right. on both sides. And uh, as far as I could tell, um, neither side is is really living up to their responsibilities. Mm -hmm. um, once it. in a while, some of us like amp up on coffee and like overly <laughs> aggressively engage the speaker. And uh, see, that's that's what? one comment I wanted to make. Okay. See, I'm like that without the coffee. Okay. <laughs> so I am. This is one thing I've I've come to realize just about my own self. Uh -huh. When I used to be younger in like any class, pretty much, I would dominate the class with so many questions that it felt like the teacher only wanted to talk to me. Uh -huh. So it was like they only want to confirm things with the student that talks. Yeah. And to me, that became something I became aware of one day. When there was like another student there who didn't understand some question and they were trying to and they wanted to ask it, but then they just were polite and just let me kind of direct the whole thing. And to me, I felt really bad about that because I was like, oh, shit, like I'm completely dominating this class to where it's to the point of obnoxiousness. Like <laughs> you're speaking I'm, for the class. I'm, yeah, I'm speaking for people so much that. Basically, the professor doesn't even answer anyone else, and he only feels satisfied when I get it. 
So I've noticed that if I understood it, they would just move on. And it's like then other people don't understand that and they don't want to ask any questions because they're like, okay, he's just going to ask the questions. And it feels like over dominance to where now you just Mm. have taken over the class. So now it actually pushed me in the other way where I didn't even want to ask. I don't even ask questions anymore because I'm like, okay, that's just going to lead me down the path of keep asking questions and dominating the class. I need to just do it the way I know I'm going to do anyway and just learn it myself. Okay. But I mean, I, I think, I think it's pretty clear you overcome, you overcompensated. Yes. You over, I mean, overcorrected. Sure. Sorry. That's the okay. term. Overcorrected. <laughs> I was like, okay, he's calling me out, but yeah, that's true. No, I, mean, yeah, uh, I do overcompensate. I mean, <laughs> for many no, things. Sorry, just, just for the record, uh, it's clear you overcorrected, uh, and I yeah. think we all do that. Oh, maybe, sh- maybe so. Maybe we so. all do yeah. that, um, but uh, yeah, because cl- clearly, um, people like you and I, and a few of the other more motivated students, if we if we just uh, check out, uh, then it's just zombie land, complete silence. Mm-hmm. And whereas if we if depends we, on the class. Well, if we speak up without dominating the class, uh, that encourages other people to get involved. That's what I yeah. find. If you if you make the effort to strike the balance, you, you can find it. That's you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's just, it just for some reason became less useful to me after that. I got so used to not asking questions. I was like, I oh, know I'm gonna figure it out anyway. But yeah, I agree. I tend to agree. But um, yeah, I, I think, think for me, ideally, the ideal lecture would be just solving problems. Like there, everybody yeah. has their own stuff. Solve this problem and then ask questions. I will say this though. There is there is a certain we came in at a year where there were exces- exceptionally tough professors. From what yeah, I hear, we got what really unlucky. Yeah, from what I hear is that oh, we, we know. Yeah, we saw because we were on the well, very tail end of when it was easy, and we were like, "Oh, we're yeah, not, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. taking that stuff. We'll take it next yeah. year." And then it's like, like, fuck. Literally, like literally three years. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, All the hardest professors when are we were now coming, in. When, when we came in, they they were just at the tail end of smooth sailing for the yeah. most part. Hmm, Life could have been so good. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned so much more this way. So yeah, I'm happy yeah, yeah. They the definitely long run. dry you out, leave you out to dry a lot. A lot of the professors here are really tough on you but yeah a lot of people find like it's a growing experience you know it's, it's you, you you kind yeah. of i mean it's it's a little bit of academic hazing yeah um a little bit okay uh, most of it is <laughs> most of it is that and then, uh, go, to go back to your assessment like at the hazing. end of the year you're like wow like you know this is such a profound moment um in my life and and it is but i also look back skeptical because it, it's also kind of like a stockholm syndrome of sorts <laughs> like you know what i mean like, yeah exactly <laughs> i mean basically not, what john was saying earlier yeah you know like, you get battle hearted and you're like you feel that just that sense of accomplishment yeah, once no, you've you gone through hell do. you feel you feel like well like you yeah they, i mean but these people are beating you you know yeah. with homework right. and shit <laughs> but but at the end you're just like thank you <laughs> you know what i'm saying please sir can i have another please give yeah. me some more like I always you know, say that graduate of, students have a masochistic uh, yeah, bent. It's a little bit masochistic. <laughs> it really is. It's, I think it's there's really of, something to that because it seems like yeah. they all really enjoy pain in some way. There's some that enjoy pain more than others. Yeah. Because there are some professors who really like that really tough professors. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why? I hate why? that, though. I don't like pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a human thing, man. To me, okay, I'm like, good. this can be fun, though. Like to there me, physics to be can fun. be fun, exactly. But yeah. a lot of times, I feel like they approach it as physics should be pain. 
I'm like, yeah, life is some... too short, bro. We don't need <laughs> no, to I've be had, in I've pain had, constantly. I will say I've had both breeds here recently. Most recently I had one that was, it should be pleasurable. Really? But that's literally oh, recent. okay. That's literally okay, most Okay, I was going to say, because I don't think I have. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it seems uh, like everybody adopts the pain mentality yeah, that yeah, I've yeah. had. Most, most of the philosophy is pain. What do you think of that, John? Um, well, Pain or my, pleasure, uh, physics. Uh, <laughs> You're like, a little bit of both. I, I don't know what to say about the uh, pain or pleasure thing. Uh, in general, if you've made it to a PhD in science or engineering, you're someone who's driven yourself pretty hard to have gotten yeah. there in the first place. And um, so, I mean, that's not surprising. The people are able or willing to put up with some suffering. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that uh, maybe you guys give uh, the professors too much credit for how they decide oh, to run a, run, a, run a class. Um, my perception, watching both professors and TAs, is they are, f they are really following whatever they've been pressured to do. Um, if you look at something simple like TA grading, um, I'm pretty sure the first semester we TA this past fall, every single person was told, essentially, we want you to arbitrary pu arbitrarily push down the average yeah. report scores uh, for mm -hmm. the lab reports. And every single person uh, just, uh, I'm sure at least half thought it was wrong, but every single person caved um, except for me, not to like brag or anything, but I just said, I, said, I remember talking to you about this too. Yeah, I think, uh, I just said, that's ridiculous. There's no way I'm treating these people like that. Um, yeah. So, uh, Props I graded you, them man. the way I thought was fair and everyone else, as far as I could tell, knowingly graded them in an unfair way, just because they were told maybe a few they sentences. This is what we want you to do. No yeah. threats, no anything about consequences, to cave that easily, mm -hmm. not knowing that, not knowing for sure that any real consequences would happen, um, that's that's I think that's pretty disappointing. Yeah, um, I think people are very scared to lose their positions. It seems. Yeah, but there's something there's something there where people I think are very afraid of repercussions somehow, or I don't know if maybe I don't know if it's afraid of repercussions or just maybe they're just so used to just doing whatever they're told i don't know what it is there's something there that i have to maybe unpack no because it's like an authority thing right so you read this yeah but it's like every every physicist i feel like pretty much within the program especially in grad school it's like they just go with whatever it is i mean think they about don't it. Think question about it. you're so do beat anything. up and drained from homework that you're just like yeah yeah but it. shouldn't that you make you go fuck it <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. Well, that's what I'm like. I'm like, fuck this. Um, but, but just yeah. to clarify two points. Um, one is the consequence, by the way, of me uh, um, not listening to them. Did you get in trouble? Was at one point the professor came and talked to me and he said, hey, I noticed your grades are a little different than the rest of the people. And uh, Were they worse? Or? No, they were way higher. Oh, okay. Uh, for the students, okay. the lab grades mm -hmm. that I was reporting. Mm -hmm. And I just said, yeah, sorry, I gave them exactly the points that they deserved. thought they deserved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh. Yeah. And then he, I never spoke to him again. Uh, that was the whole consequence. It's yeah. two seconds yeah. of having to listen to someone question you, God forbid, yeah. ask you a question. Like, that was the yeah. only consequence. Um, so uh, that's one thing. Uh, yeah, and I have a second. But here's point the, here's the reason behind that. that consequence. It's because you were the lone warrior. If everyone would have done it, 
then there'd be consequences because then they'd say, okay, now everybody's grades are too high. And the thing is they have to do that because they worry their about higher ups inflation. tell them. Yeah, yeah they exactly. Their inflation. higher ups tell them you need to, you need to have an exclusive yeah. university. Therefore your grades must be this yeah. certain distribution. It's ridiculous. So uh, really it's all going to, it all goes from the, comes from the top, right? Yeah. But uh, I, that, that brings me to the second point, which mm-hmm. is that um, the professors are doing the same thing. I think, I think oh. if you yeah. asked, I think if you he's asked right. the most notoriously difficult grader, uh, please justify this. Show him a single exam and please justify this. He will not have a good reason. Um, but you could look through maybe his his like academic record and find that that was exactly what his professors were like. Yeah. And that's sort of like what his uh, local dean or whatever is like. Right. And, True. Uh, but as far as I could tell, mm-hmm. there was no consequence uh, for me. Um, other than being under a little bit of pressure, mm-hmm. and I don't think there was any th- any consequences for that professor, and I actually think it's the opposite. Um, since I was the only one, they could have easily like made an example out of me or done something. I think it's it would too have been small harder. of an issue. I think it would have been harder to do anything about an entire group of people that took I think a stand. I agree. I think in general, yeah. it's easier to take care of one person taking a stand than a whole group. Um, that's true i guess stomp, in some ways out, i think man. it's just i just i just think it's not worth their time but that's what because i'm saying well, then, you're uh, just one you're only one part of that puzzle and it's just like mm, it doesn't really matter right well uh yeah anyway that the, yeah this this particular matter is a little bit speculative but i think the the other thing about um mm. like what could or should have been done i think that was pretty yeah pretty clear uh, i think it's it pretty clear that uh, nobody should be arbitrarily uh taking points away from students yes uh, for two very obvious reasons you are required by the state to produce mm-hmm. an accurate assessment not your own like funny sadistic assessment <laughs> and two you're supposed to be encouraging these students to not be so focused on grades and yeah. to be focused yeah. on learning that's hilarious so, uh, <laughs> this, yeah. this is a business bro uh, I've heard They're you say never that multiple that. times, but yeah. I, I believe uh, you're That's giving yours. people too much credit when you say things like that. You think they're sitting around in these rooms talking about their business stuff, but I believe they're just following under the slightest bit of pressure from someone at a slight authority. Yeah, but who's the think, one giving that pressure? Uh, oh, okay. So, so maybe that person it is thinking about from the money, top. but still. Yeah. like uh, Everything yeah. at the end of the day, man, when something doesn't make sense, I always analyze it from a capitalistic framework. Is this going to be something affecting money? If the answer is yes, that's the answer. <laughs> uh, I don't you know, think... business. Business is pretty much what it's going to be at the end of the day. Okay. A college is a business. They don't really care about how you learn. They don't really care if you're really, you know, if you're understanding things. All they care is quality assurance. Is their product, the student, going to meet X, Y, and Z? If they can do that and be pushed into a job with those particular skills then great uh i don't agree with you on this one um i think that uh what is the issue here that i i don't think that argument holds weight um i know it holds weight in other circumstances but i believe neither one of us could prove uh empirically that they're making more money by doing this and i would bet good money well, I'll bet you a whole dollar, I guess, because I don't have good money. <laughs> okay. Um, that a university that had more people grading fairly, let's say had required all their professors 
uh, to grade fairly mm-hmm. and do their jobs uh, and have some sort of oversight over TAs and professors instead of just having evaluations that get thrown in the trash and no one looks at mm-hmm. them. Those that university would make more money. I'm real. I, that's what I would bet on. Well, I guess but what neither it, one of us. Well, the thing is, fairly that. should give a normal distribution, right? I'm sorry. What is that? Uh, if you grade what? fairly, you should you should retain a normal distribution still. Do you agree? Uh, I don't see how I don't see I don't see how that's essential. Um, how's that essential to the <laughs> argument about maybe whether not. you're making more money? Well, no, I'm just I'm just trying not. to piece it from the beginning, really, okay. really quick. So. If you are grading fairly, you should get a normal. You curve. should, I would think, still be able to get a normal distribution. Uh, almost certainly, you, almost certainly, uh, every, uh, almost certainly, I had a normal distribution, and so did every TA. Just the center and the standard deviations were different. Okay. So I don't see how that's essential. Okay, so. By the way, sorry, I noticed most of your guests are like very polite and not wanting to. No, this, uh, no, this I is good. Rather, no, we, I would rather go. Uh, yeah, I'd rather. No, man, this I'd is what I live for. This is okay. good. Bread and butter, man. This okay. is our bread and butter. This okay, is, good. For me, uh, man. Let's go. Let's go. The at bait it. is great. In a civil way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go at it. So. Okay, so you're saying the normal distribution doesn't necessarily have to fall with like 80 in the middle, right? So you can go 80, 90s up the top, and then we can go. You know, yeah, F's, D's well, on well, the other side. C, but you're saying that the distribution can maybe skew towards, let's say, like 90 or something. Um, well, uh, <laughs> okay, but uh, I mean, just to clarify, I didn't, I didn't arbitrarily skew it one way or another. All no, I no. did, all I did is, uh, I'll just tell you what I did okay. so that it's more clear. Um, I graded things uh, based on how much time uh, that particular component of the lab took and then the quality of the answers or the measurements or whatnot but here's the thing as far as i could tell systematically if they were if if uh the other tas um were to um were to really follow the logical consequences Mm -hmm. of the way they grade um because of the way they mark off points for just nonsense um they are actually grading on a scale from minus 200 to 10. And it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I see sense. what you're saying. Yeah, because it's so much uh, more harsh. They, it's, uh, well, it's just nonsense. You're yeah. marking off things disproportional to what they have to do with the right. lab. There's no way uh, that that's accurate. Mm-hmm. And it's no secret that they're, uh, they, they have been instructed to, anyway arbitrarily obtain averages of 8.5 or whatever it is. Right. So, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So here's my counter to that a little bit. So I agree. They have this crazy skew towards just marking shit that's like way over overvalued in its point, um, what do you call it? Like point it's cost, content. Point cost or something. Yeah, sure. Here's the thing, though. I think it might still, I think it could still maybe yield around the same value if they graded it in a more fair way. But the thing is, the more fair way would be so much more pedantic. It wouldn't be worth the time cost. So, um, so for instance, let's say this: like you have a grab a lab report and you mark off for like units, right? And you mark off like two points for units or something. Mm-hmm. Now, I, th- I think if they were more pedantic, if they actually 
marked off for every single unit that was wrong instead of just like taking off two for missing units one time or something. Uh huh. I think it would still give almost the same, um, the same overall grade. At least in my experience, I think so. For me, so this this is my example. So so basically, I do use that kind of crazy skewed, you know, negative two hundred, you know, positive ten grading system that you're saying. But I think it would prob I would think it would most likely end up around the same range because I don't want to grade pedantically. If I actually wanted to grade every single thing that was wrong, it actually might hurt the students more because then I would be so nitpicky with the things that I'm grading, it might actually end up with a worse grade. So for me, I just like to grade the one thing once, maybe give even maybe as a as a future thing where you get a harsh consequence initially for not putting units, then the students don't forget it ever again. They just check all their units and it's just a simple fix. So the thing is, it's kind of hard to grade properly, I think, as a TA also because of the whole time cost. So that is probably why they have this weird system of doing it because you'd also don't want to spend 16 hours grading, right? You have other shit to do. So for me... You have to optimize your grading in a in as fair of a way as possible, without making it so that you're having such a massive time cost that basically, to grade fairly, that you're not going to be able to get anything else done. Okay, um, I'm not completely against. I mean, against what you said, but I think there's there's too many excuses for why we don't do our jobs correctly. <laughs> and uh, I He's mean, brutal, the, man. I, here's the you thing: you got to be on our side, man. You uh, know why? Because that means you're gonna have to do 20 hour grading. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I get my grading done. I think in a reasonable time, and I think I've given the students a fair grade. And uh, the way I justify the extra effort I put in, and having to like take a stand with pressure and whatnot, is these are these are young kids, young kids. Sorry, young students. They're taking basic physics um, that. If they if if they learn it properly and have a good experience, could affect them positively for the rest of their degree and even professional experience. Mm-hmm. And there's just no way I would sit there and say, ah, I just I don't want to I don't want to deal with this. Um, I'm I'm going to take the easy way out, just because yeah. they, these I I believe these these students are depending on you in some way. In a, in a way that's significant yeah. and should motivate you. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I I agree. I I have a hundred percent the experience, the same experience you have. But I, I've had to justify my gradings uh, sometimes to the overseer of sorts. Oh, you had it bad. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why. yeah. And uh, <laughs> but you know, I, yeah, I had. I'll tell you off air who who I had, but um, but yeah, I've had to justify the grades and and I've I've. I've seen this sort of ham fisting of like, we need to have this. And then, you know, ultimately it's mm. not my say. Cause I mean, like I don't have control of the rule book of the, of the grade book, so to say. And you've even had to redo grading. I have. Yeah, I have. Um, yeah. Because the overseer has said nay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like to grade fairly. You know, I, I grade, I, I'd spend my time with students and, and seeing, you know, assessing the class where, where it should be at this point, you know, sometimes like when they've missed units and shit like that yeah. and it's already the seventh week of class, 
Yeah. Like it's it's your fault. Like you've you've clearly not have yeah caught the. Uh, you really don't understand what we're doing here. <laughs> like I feel it, like also if you're harsh in the beginning, they correct themselves exactly. much quicker that, in that the end. That is kind of the hope. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and in, in all fairness, I guess we, you know, the philosophy. I agree completely with you. You know, you you try to be fair with the students because these students are going to go one day, you know, become the voting populace or already are the voting populace. But mm-hmm. at some point, they'll reflect back on science funding and shit. And then they'll think physics. Why physics sucks anyway? Why the right. fuck would we? <laughs> yeah, we don't need funding for physics. Right. It's garbage. Like people need to understand at least the, the core yeah. that we teach or whatever. Yeah. You know, they need to understand um, the importance, and they need to be like, yeah, it's 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 important because of this and all that, and and just kind of feel, um, yeah, feel like they're not sort of beaten in the head with a with the book mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Go ahead, John. Uh, I respect that you 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 had it tougher, um, but I hope that when you talk to me in a year from now, uh, let's say I get that same professor, um, I hope when you ask me, I just exp- I just say, uh, yeah, same thing happened, but um, either yeah, I regraded them yeah, yeah, yeah. and gave exactly the same grade. <laughs> That's awesome. Or I just told them, look, I don't think what you're doing is right, yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, I hope that that's the answer that you yeah. get because I will be I will be disappointed in myself yeah. if I cave. Yeah, uh, and I honestly think that uh, we way overestimate uh, like what could be done to us. Tears. We are both students and employees at the university. Mm-hmm. If anyone yeah. has more rights and protections than anybody else, it's us. Hey. So we should be, we should we should spend less time <laughs> being afraid of stuff i think you're right That's and wrong at the same time so i think you, i think you're i think you 100 percent. I, lo- I wish more people in grad school had your mentality yeah. and i think that also comes with age because you've been through job you experience yeah. shit and you know how to deal with shit but the thing is i think also a little bit we are not as valuable in some sense because they do have a lot of control over us if they really wanted to strip things from us, they could with ease. And I think and you I've might heard, be shocked with how easy how yeah, easy it actually is. I've heard some Yeah, we've I've been I, through situations where basically you're just like dog meat. You know, yeah. they have a lot of room to fuck with you if they really want yeah, to. It's it's more so than you might think, but I think people do need to stand up more and I, stop just I rolling over and taking it. Yeah, I agree. Which 100%. happens way too um, often. Yeah, what should I? What could I say about that? I think, uh, I wish in that example, um, you would have like told me what was going on. Oh, more specific. And then I would have. And then I would have. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Like, let's just say. Let's just say you, your professor, Mm. threatened to not fire you as a TA. I, uh, I, I hope you like let me know that that's happening. Because I, I will take a stand with you, and okay. I, I would be surprised. Oh, but see, that's what we good need, man. but that's what I'm saying. Like, if I had... But this is the thing. They don't tell you, because you feel so isolated as a student most of yeah. the time. Uh-huh. And the thing is, like Terrence is saying, you kind of fall into the psychology of like, oh, I'm just a rube. I'm, and I'm the just younger a, students also yeah, just don't like, value themselves. We've had yeah. students, you've known yeah, some know students exactly who have been about. in a situation where you're just like, What? And they just yeah. get their funding pull or something. It's like, you. what? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. The, and then the, they just take it. Yeah, they kind of use amazing. some... Yeah, they kind of use some students as an example and like... Uh, 
Yeah, it's yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit shocking. Poorly sometimes. handled situations. Yeah, it's a little bit shocking what what, what they do. But uh, but yeah, I agree, man. I, I mean, I joined the student union. I, I joined the yeah the, the graduate Which is a smart student move. Um, I would highly recommend that, John. Oh, uh, by the that way. is very smart. Yeah. 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 Uh, did I do that? I think I did that by default. <laughs> okay, you should. Yeah. You should. Sure. Uh, that's another protection we have. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly think we're protected enough, just as students yeah. and employees. Uh, I haven't seen the evidence supporting yeah. what you're saying yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that we'll having discuss. a union behind you is also very useful. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, also, I, knowing your rights in general 100%. is very useful. Yeah. Uh, if anyone, but most did, students really don't have a clue about the rights. Yeah, man. They don't really tell you anything. They kind of throw if, you in. And, yeah. You know. If you can't justify in writing what you're about to do to me, uh, I, I, you know. Well, they can, unfortunately. Well, the thing is, a lot of times, um, I think they're. They've gotten so used to people just like nodding their heads right, yeah, right. Yeah, that they're yeah. getting away with a lot they can't yeah. justify yeah. and easily any any pushback like sure sure show me in writing that that's exactly yeah, what's yeah. supposed to happen right yeah. you're right and then that would make a difference yeah. so you're right yeah 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 100% I agree yeah this is so. fun by the way <laughs> you cool. enjoy yeah, it? thank no. you guys yeah for but I know you've also um have some experience with the podcasting though so I guess we'll be looking forward to your episodes in the oh, future too yeah yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah this is uh yeah because this is like a very uh sort of a what is it a welcome welcome mat sort of kind of yeah. episode like we had joe on twice yeah. three times technically yeah technically <laughs> three, three times he was the first he was the first guest on the first episode but he but he his his mic etiquette i think was like really just like, oh no i think oh, okay. you guys should have tried to recover it I bet you could have. We tried. With some, we should have. No, we tried. Did if we? You were like, dude, it's unlistenable. Oh, really? Yeah. I might have vetoed it. He was okay. like, it's unlistenable. Oh, There's man. one I already kept on YouTube, which I really don't like having on there. <laughs> oh, it's man. so bad. But yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. Um, Hopefully you didn't delete it, though, because you never know. You come across uh, a buddy did. who's good at uh, oh, analog it, signal processing yeah. or whatnot. Oh, and restores it. And yeah. could say, you know what? Your guys' voices are different enough that I could filter out all your voices and just <laughs> zero in on his, amplify it, and re-put it in, and yeah. you never know. I think it's you too much. I could do it. I could, no, I could do <laughs> it. I could save stuff. it. I could save it, okay. but, yeah. but it's just a lot of work. Like, okay. I would have to... You're but, so I mean, I right, I could probably do it now, but it's just... it's. We're looking ahead to the future. Okay, <laughs> okay. We, we were just like, let's done. just reschedule. Because okay. <laughs> the, fir- the first one is usually typically what getting your feet... More, yeah, or like wet and kind of thing like that. Mistakes are gonna be made. Yeah, dipping your it's feet okay. in the pool with the first guest, you kind of just like yeah. get them get them warmed up, you know. But but yeah, cool man. So any, think, any and you guys want to yeah. discuss any like stuff outside of? Do you guys want to physics? Like, or? Yeah. Do you guys have a wild? Did you have a wild card you want to throw out there? Anything new? Any anything uh, interesting? Well, um, I mean. I, I don't know how interesting or boring this might be for you guys, but I think it's really cool that Terrence is in the after grad school part of life oh, and like looking yeah. at ventures and mm-hmm. such. Mm-hmm. And ah, I think yeah. that's very interesting because uh, I'm not sure what I'll do after PhD yeah. mm-hmm. and just in general, like I, I've been interested to know what, what, what you might be up to or just, I don't know what interesting things you, 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 f- I don't know. Been yeah. doing. So, or ha- are interested in possibly doing or whatnot. So, man, I've got a million it, ideas, but the ideas are not the hard part for me. The hard part for me is the execution. So, I want a good idea that I can 
act upon and feel very confident on doing. So right now, I've not been really um, focused on a path. It's been more scattered. I so see. I've been doing, you know, podcast stuff and random things here and there. But my ultimate path is to be entrepreneurial. So whatever that means, just something I want to do as in creating my own something, you know, anything really. Ideally, something in tech, though, you know, something that's going to be related to the skills that I already have, because, I mean, I've built I built all these skills up for so many years, you know, it'd be a shame not to use it in some fashion. So right now, really, I'm just trying to get my feet wet, you know, and really, I want to build myself up in some of the areas that I need to have as an entrepreneur that I'm kind of lacking. Mm -hmm. So one thing I've been trying to get better with now is being able to make money in the short term. So making money in the short term is very hard because it means you can't take a job, but you have to still find a way to sustain yourself every day. Mm -hmm. Essentially right now, I'm not even really in that because I still have enough of a surplus where if, and if I lose money right now, it's not really that much of a hit, but I'm practicing right now, trying to find ways to be able to get myself more money in the short term reliably. And the ways I've been doing that now have been things like with eBay. So I've done garage selling now where I'll go to a garage sale and get some items that I think I could flip on eBay and then try to make some kind of profit on them. I actually just um, was able to sell some items on eBay where I think I made like a $15, $20 profit, which worked better than I expected because it's a weird buy too. It's a much, much, um, it was not, a, it was not as expected as I thought it was going to be. And it was kind of a test. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to continue doing that and finding better and better ways to make short term money right now. So right now I'm in the I'm in the very early stages of trying to build myself as an entrepreneur, a true entrepreneur. Um, so I need to fill in those gaps that I'm missing because I have all the tech stuff I need right now. But the thing is, I can't really make big projects or anything reliably without being able to sustain myself in the short term. OK. Yeah. So that's where I'm, where I'm at kind of right now. Um, and then ultimately, I- if I can find a way to continue doing that, then. You know, maybe I can actually sit down and really dig dig my heels in deep into a real project, you know, that might that could take me years. But right now I don't have enough money to be able to sustain myself for years time. Um, so, yeah, it's it's all about learning the skills of being able to sell, you know, and flip and make short term cash. Um, it seems like that is. That has two very obvious challenges. One mm-hmm. is that um, this whole short-term consideration is spreading you thin for anything else you might need to focus That's on. That's true. And the other thing is, as far as I, I know, I don't know any like single-handed um, venture of any kind whatsoever. You mean with a single person? Yeah. Yeah. Very unusual, uh, it seems, right? It seems like you really need to be able to team up with people who have your same interests uh, in order to even have a chance at success. That's, that's my perception. I think you're and right. I, I just think, uh, to, go ahead. I think it's pretty common to, yeah, I don't even know if there is like startups where there's a single person who does it. I think it's very unusual. I think, well, I don't know if it even exists, honestly. Well, I'd like to point out that, um, and you may know this already, but, uh, every major university 
tends to have something like an entrepreneurial club? No. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're going to say. I, so you can link up with those people. I'm I've tried saying, it at one point. Yeah, how did and, it go? Uh, it's basically Academia two Part 2. So they ask you to write essays, and they ask you to do things that no entrepreneur does. It's basically... It's basically academics trying to teach you how to be an entrepreneur, okay, but which I, is the exact opposite I, thing that I care I, to do. I don't mean these um, these startup boot camps that they have where they have you do these weird exercises. I just mean a group of guys who all all of them, their goal is to start a company or a product. Yeah. And they might be able to team up together. Right. Um, so I, and I can that come, could be useful. Yeah. So I can comment on that too. So... That was another thing I wanted to do. So basically just go into their space, right? So there's an entrepreneurial school space. But the problem is, in order to use a space, you have to do all of the whole academic stuff. And it's it's not very conducive for an entrepreneur. So you have to find a space outside of school. So the only way I, th- I think I'm going to have any kind of entrepreneurial teaming up with someone is to actually go outside of academia. I could... Academia just is not an entrepreneur's place, you know, despite having the school and and everything there, I can already tell that the mindset of those people is academics. They don't really understand how to start businesses. They, most of them I'm sure have not even started their own business. So it's just, it's just the same old, same old thing. It's academics are not entrepreneurs. I've noticed it's just not their DNA. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it's like risk taking is yeah, like, they're risk averse, and, right? And like, and they just don't have the mindset. It's just all about doing essays and doing assignments and things, and that's not what an entrepreneur does. Well, yeah, because I mean, university is very it's kind of a safe. Yeah, it's an institution. Thing. Yeah. It's so a, if you're a person who doesn't, op- and that's uh, it's like it's the exact opposite of what an entrepreneur is. And to me, it was it was like I just laughed after going to some of those meetings because it's basically like it's it's like you guys just don't even understand the mindset. They're so far removed from that. They're basically doing the exact same thing that entrepreneurs are repelled from to make an entrepreneur school, which just means you're just going to attract people who aren't entrepreneurs. Yeah. So there is no school for being an entrepreneur. That's just called being in life. So an entrepreneur already knows what they want to do. It's just a matter of now they have to figure out all of the steps to get there. So for me, I don't think it's really a problem with knowing what I need to do. It's just a matter of time of figuring out how to sustain myself. That's the challenge for me right now. Because the thing is, if you're going to live in the real world, you got to find a way to survive. And for me, I haven't been in a position where I'm compromised or I'm in a I'm not ever in a really um, I've never really been in a financially compromising position. I've always had money. I've always been fine with money. And that wasn't from me making it. It was because I've just been in a well enough family where I've always had money or I've put in positions where, you know, in graduate school, I've always gotten you know scholarships and things so i need to put myself now in the position where i need to struggle with money that's the final piece for me to I'll, be able to yeah i, I can help you continue on i think you know, <laughs> just give me some money you know? i'll help you i'll help you feel broke if you want <laughs> thank you one I'll, I'll i'll maybe take you up on that a friend, you know, that's, what, that's, that's what friends do man so. well don't worry uh, if we're at it this if we're at this long enough i'm sure i'll be broke eventually <laughs> he's gonna buy like 8k cameras right yeah no uh um, yeah. if it were me though i would definitely 
um, try to enter one of those startup competitions where um, you are, you're, you're essentially doing the equivalent of applying for VC, VC funding. And it's on the merit of whatever. VC money is not that easy to get. Um, you're right, though. It's always cool to do your do challenges, things like that. I agree. Um, but I think people also put a little bit too much uh, stock in a VC. VCs are dead. Or they're very on the way of being dead now because so many, so many entrepreneurs think that's the way to go is to, you know, get your group together, get your VC money. It ain't a thing, really. You can maybe have an angel investor once in a blue moon if you know them. But VC money is really dry now. Hmm. So many entrepreneurs and startups fail like 90%. Just VCs aren't interested uh, as, at the I, level I they know. used to be. I, I, go ahead. I was going to make a stupid joke. How about an ICO, dude? <laughs> an ICO. <laughs> I don't know what an ICO. You mean an IPO? No. No, it's, it's, an, it's, the, it's you're right. It's, you're right. It's, yeah. it's similar. It's just the initial coin offering. It's the Bitcoin oh, crypto okay. version it's a of crypto that. Crypto version of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, sorry. No, it's just, yeah, because this guy is a crypto. He actually invests. I'm a light, in, I'm invests, a light crypto guy. Yeah, you, but he invests in crypto. So, like, yeah. Uh, I like yeah. where it's going right now. Oh, yeah. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. You bought it the dip. So, yeah. yeah. I'm actually, if I sold right now, I would break even. Oh really? Yeah. Well, it's going to going up. So if so. it goes, if it continues to go up, then I'll be in it's the. Gonna go I'll up. be in the black. It's going to keep going up. Everything's everything. But I don't think I want to sell. I want to hold it for a while. We're going. We'll see if it hits. Yeah. If, if if Bitcoin hits twenty k, I'm selling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, shit, we'll we're not going to see you anymore. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't put that much in there. I still got play money in there. Right. Not anything real. Good. Good. Hmm. No, you're saying. But, um, I, I'd be surprised if what you just said is true, though, um, about VC being dry. Uh, as far as I know, uh, capital investment in a new business or new venture mm-hmm. has always been high risk. Has been since like 1800. The, end of, the beginning of yeah, time, and will continue time, yeah. to be. And um, even though I don't keep that close an eye on it, um, I certainly hadn't noticed that all of a sudden the published like 10 billion a year of going through to VC had suddenly like dropped or even tapered off. You're right. There's always money. I'm just saying if I looked it up after this, I'd be surprised if it turned out that had dropped down to like a 10th of what it was in 2010 or something. Yeah. So you got to get a point. Um, it maybe not may be so much that the money is never going to be there again. Right. Like you're saying, this is, this is what you do as a business. You invest in people if you want to, you know, make it big because you got to take risk, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a lot more stringent than it used to be. So basically, it's it's they have a lot more power over you and they have a lot more strict rules where you're not going to be able to do the same things that you used to be able to do. So it's going to take a lot more effort of proof of concept at a high level for them to even want to invest in you. Hmm. So it's not as conducive, I don't think, for fresh starters now. It's basically you have to have some kind of... You have to have a very good... um, uh, What do you call it? A very good... um, Not argument, but a very good... uh, I don't know what to say, but you have to convince them that this is definitely going to be a good return. VCs have a lot more stringent rules. That's why I'm saying angel investors seems more feasible because an angel investor just gives you the money. Mm-hmm. 
VCs actually have like rules that you need to follow in order to get this money. And that's already fucking up entrepreneurship right there. Uh, the more I, rules you're putting on something, it's it's getting a little hairy. Okay. Well, I can't prove you're wrong, but I would guess that there's a component to it that's actually a favor to you. That they're 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 somehow reflecting uh the probability of you succeeding in that long VC application. Yeah. And that that's, that's actually like but unfortunately, useful. Yeah, you're probably right. Even to you having to fill it out. That's true. You'll get something out of it, right? But um yeah. But anyway, I'm not even close to that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm so far removed from that stage you're in still life. At the idea level. Yeah, I'm still at the ground level, man. I I'm see. at ground zero. Okay. Like for me it's like VC, what the hell is that? I mean, <laughs> okay. well, I have no, I have no um, dog in that fight at all. So right now I'm in such a beginning stage. I'm just trying to figure out how to stay alive, okay. basically. So well, I want to find a way to not have to eat ramen noodles for the next three years. You know, <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, I'd be really happy if you end up on like Shark Tank with a million dollars. Million dollar <laughs> Me deal too. I'd be very happy. They're I'd like, be very you, happy for you. Sir, you don't even have a patent for this. <laughs> that's what they're going to say. That's what they're going to throw at you, man. <laughs> Give me money, please. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited, man. I feel like I'm starting a new chapter in my life, and I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Also, actually, I just I I even more so hope your like podcast and such takes off. That's what I really would like. Um, yeah, if this <laughs> Let's podcast hope for the right somehow things. I'm always worried because, like, you know, hope this for is the, the right era things. of this is for the right things. Hopefully, because you know, this is an era of like. Oh, but you have to get famous first before anybody. No, can but destroy I know. But you. I'm saying you can get famous for the bad things. Like you can say something so outrageous that. Eh, not really. Because the thing is, you got to be good. You got to be up there to get destroyed. I don't know. Nobody's going to be able to take away your career. There was literally a conversation between this guy who was like, he made it on the fucking radio because he literally would take his shit. And then, oh, I see. Well, he's yeah. being controversial on purpose. Okay, okay. I but thought you were saying, saying, like, if we slipped up and said something about hey, feminism or something. No no, and no, then, no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, something within also just our dated, our employers, you know, the sorts. Oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah. I don't have an employer anymore, yeah, so I, I don't know. care. I know you can get away with saying anything, but I'm affiliated with you, <laughs> That's so true. I have to be careful. That's true, but then about... that means you have to be full in once the podcast hits. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet I got you. And then it's great. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I walk, I walk a very careful yeah, line. Yeah. Like, like I have to, so yeah. So I'm like, that's my only thing where it's like, yeah, you know, the I would like to share this more, but then I also have to be care very. I have to be more and more careful about right what I say. For me, though, I'm also, you know, I'm less of a give a damn type. For yeah. me, it's like if you're gonna take away my shit because I said something, so be it. Yeah. To me, it's so much more of a critical, like, foundational thing to be able to mm. say what you want to say yeah. in life, and then. Not just have people want to fire you and actually have some kind of real debate or discussion. Yeah. yeah I don't give a fuck. If you want to yeah. fire me or whatever the hell you want to do with me, throw me in the brig. So be it. Yeah. I think free speech is too important to ever back down on. But what were you going to say, John? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. But um, that is one thing that I think I like about the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the uh, eight other people like about the podcast. <laughs> um, -um is it uh, clear? <laughs> clearly, you guys say what you genuinely think. Sure. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I would. I don't. I'm I don't ever see you guys being like, uh, I don't know, just throwing Saying garbage something. on the airwaves. Yeah. Like, 
I won't do it, man. Uh, that's also yeah. why we don't edit. Oh, I just, that's cool. I just want to have everything to be out there. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you say, if it's dumb shit, own up to it. I think it only makes us better, honestly. And I think that's um, one thing we live in such an age of like curating, which mm-hmm. I don't like. And I get it, though, because you have such consequences these days. People feel the need to curate. But to me, I'm just like, you know, I feel like, you know, you just got to stick by your word. And people do it. Like, we see podcasts like Joe Rogan and stuff like that. I mean, they leave it unedited. So for me, you know, they give me the gall to actually say, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. You know, that's how it should be. You know, we live in such an age of curation. You know, people with their Instagram posts, you know, poses taking a thousand pictures and then putting up that one just like it's such an age of phoniness you know just oh, but that's on that's being disingenuous though why because like there there's also a thing about produ- well-produced things right so there's, there's yeah, value in you, like what produced you you but you see but what i'm see what saying, saying. I, no, because, I, I like, agree with you but this you is know the someone who looks nothing like their instagram post they got their their stomach uh, right, sucked right, in right. with photoshop job it's just like it's to sell you something but, yeah it's yeah, it's but, it, but there's value I, we're, in some We're of that. a counter to that is what I'm saying. We're a counter to that culture. Okay, yeah, yeah, Unfiltered, uncensored, just say what you want. Yeah. Let the fucking world decide what to think. Sure. If there's consequences, then accept them. I accept the consequences. This is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. like, and I bow out of this now. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, you're in it with me now. <laughs> you're an eigen, bro. It's too late. No, I just play the fool. That's the thing. You just have to play the fool, and then nobody... I'm just kidding. Well, I don't then, know. You know. Yeah, the, this is my defense mechanism. I just have to play like, you know, hey, I'm the idiot, so I can't, you know... But I mean, would you, would you agree with that philosophy, John? What do you say? Um, Foolish or... You know, it's funny... Uh, uh, obviously people filter themselves a lot mm. um i don't filter myself very much um i try to i try to pe- i try to treat people with respect um i definitely never intentionally offend people and uh i do um <laughs> but otherwise i don't filter myself if you if uh and i just consider it natural that sometimes people are offended Sometimes it, it could be like irrational, neurotic stuff. Mm. It's really not on me mm. if you're being too mm. sensitive. Yeah. Uh, Good luck in 2019 with that. And, uh, <laughs> everything's on yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think you should filter yourself. Um, I think you should treat people with respect, but yeah, you yeah. shouldn't. Um, you shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. It's just like taking a stand. Yeah. But it, mm-hmm. in a more general public setting. Yeah. yeah. Like not well, everyone's going like to like on the you. Same page. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah, very true. We're coming up on ninety minutes here. Yeah, Maybe we wrap it. Yeah. yeah. Oh shoot, time flies. I, you know what? <laughs> time okay. flies and having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. Any closing thoughts? Any closing remarks? Anyone? Maisie, my cat. Do you want to say anything? Meow, 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 meow. But yeah. Well, thanks, John. Oh, thanks thank for you coming guys. on. Yeah, man. Yeah. I appreciate you having on, I, and uh, uh, we'll probably have you on again because uh, yeah. There's a million things. Like I definitely, I didn't even get to scratch the surface on what I wanted to ask you. Oh so. shoot! Uh, why don't Why don't you let me know now, and then uh, that way I have a chance to think about it for yeah, next time. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Do it oh, off the air though, we'll so we can air. keep the yeah, audience. Okay. There's uh, more coming. I'll just say that. There's oh, more coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I yeah, look yeah. forward to your question. Yeah, Sorry. For sure. I, 
Uh, I didn't realize you had questions like. No, I literally am thinking. I was just thinking on the yeah. fly. Oh, like, okay. We're streaming conscious here. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay <laughs> I'm cool. just thinking on the fly. Like I was like, oh, I want to. But yeah, yeah I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. Okay. So, cool. So yeah, look forward All right. to that. So make sure to subscribe if you've actually oh, made yeah. it this far through the podcast. We love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> she ain't watching this. <laughs> All right, and that's us signing off. Uh, bye. All right. No bill? Damn. Nah, no. 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 No.